Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Meadows at Mystic Lake has modified its golf policies to follow the COVID-19 public health recommendations and welcomes you to play this award-winning public golf course. It offers a unique, challenging, and scenic golf experience. The Meadows at Mystic Lake is a full-service golfing destination, enhanced by nearby food and entertainment, including the Meadows Bar and Grill and Mystic Lake Casino Hotel. It's never too early to book a tee time or shop the pro shop. Stop in or visit GolfTheMeadows.com. That's GolfTheMeadows.com. Owned and operated by Shakopee Midwakanton Sioux Community. Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and ScoreNorth.com. Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company. Vikings vent line. It's the guy on the left. The guy on the left that everyone always says, what does he do here? Well, I'm the executive producer. Hello, Declan Goff of Purple Daily and Mackie and Judd on Score North. I'm also your host on the off-season edition of Vikings vent line, powered by our friends at Surly Brewing. Never settle. Get Surly. Get furious. Get an extra Citra. Get a Surly Hell. There's plenty of options for you at Surly Brewing, but the Minnesota's favorite IPA, the Surly Furious, and there'll be plenty of furiousness to discuss on Vikings Ventline today and also maybe in future episodes. We're only a couple weeks from the NFL kickoff season in Cincinnati, so there'll be plenty of things to be furious about. Thanks to our friends at Surly Brewing Company for sponsoring Purple Daily here on Score North. It is Vikings Vent Line. I have Logan. I have Jason who are in queue here. We're ready to talk and we're ready to talk some Vikings and talk some off-season stuff as we wrap up training camp and the season approaches. By the way, uh, Purple Daily and Vikings Vent Line is powered by the Minnesota Vikings State Lottery. It's the Vikings Scratch Games. If you're a big fan and ready for some big fun, then get pumped and say, I'm in. To Vikings scratch games from the Minnesota State Lottery must be 18 older to play. They have $5 games, which went up to $100,000, and also some holographic designs, $2 skull games, with $15,000 rewards. It's the Minnesota State Lottery. I'm in Vikings scratch games, must be 18 years or older to play. Uh, if you'd like to get in on a future episode of Vikings Ventline, I think I'll probably do one more because obviously we're two weeks away from the season, so we will probably do one. Over Labor Day weekend, if you want to get in last minute, uh, shoot me an email, vikingsventline at gmail.com, vikingsventline at gmail.com. It is scrolling across the bottom of your screen there. Uh, And then we'll obviously have the regular season edition of Ventline, which will launch the moment after the Vikings' first game in Cincinnati ends uh, with hopefully a Vikings win or maybe a crushing Vikings loss. Just kidding. Uh, We'll see what happens, but we'll gladly welcome you back on the screen. Mackie, Judd, and myself will be back at full strength with Surly's in hand, ready to rock and uh, talk some Vikings vent line. All right, enough of clerical work. Let's get our guy Logan and Jason here in on the screen. Logan, Jason, thank you for joining Vikings vent line, guys. Appreciate it. Thank you. 
Absolutely. And Logan, I'll start with you here quick. You said you discovered us from a fantasy football podcast. So are, are you the kind of guy, too, that I haven't played fantasy in like five or six years, but are you the kind of guy that also tries to draft Vikings guys, at least like when you can, do you, or you just try to avoid it and go with your best player available? Of course, I'm in a fantasy a league with other Vikings fans. So it's obviously very competitive. Who's going to get Dalvin? Who's going to get Justin? You kind of got to take uh, the scraps. Um, probably Irv Smith will be on my team this year. Some guy I can scoop up late. I like it. I like it. And Jason, you said you've been uh, discovering us uh, over the last year. I see you're rocking your Surly Brewing Company shirt there. We love that. And what are you drinking again? You got yep. an Oktoberfest? Is that it? Yes. Yeah, Surly Oktoberfest here out in Michigan. So it is out here, you know, starting to go out through the country. Nice. So yeah, Jason's out in Michigan. Logan, you said you're in St. Paul, correct? Yep. All right. And I'm here at the Hubbard Broadcasting Studios uh, for edition of Vikings Ventline. Uh, guys, let's start with this first question here. Uh, we've been talking a lot about it on on Purple Daily the last few days uh, with Jake Browning looking like he is the if-do-de-facto backup. Kellen Mond is my, a possible project. We all know Kirk Cousins is the starting quarterback. There's opinions on Kirk Cousins, but we do know he's our starting quarterback. That's the best-case scenario if he's on the field every day. But in the crazy event he does get injured or if he can't play in a game, uh, the Vikings would have to turn to a backup. And right now, that would be Jake Browning. So, Logan, I want to start with you. Who are you looking at, and what do you think the Vikings should do with their backup quarterback position behind Kirk Cousins? Yeah, I was going into the season, I was really hoping Kellen Mond uh, would be the guy. It's kind of like if you order something new at a restaurant. It's not quite what you're expecting. It's not good. It's not bad. I thought he could be Dak Prescott. Now my sights are more Jacoby Brissett, which is not bad, but uh, definitely not what we were hoping. So I guess I'm hoping for... Um, Blake Bortles, to be honest, which isn't the, the greatest thing in the world, but he's played some good games. Um, he's played NFL defenses. Uh, he's not been an absolute train wreck. Uh, and I think that's what we need as a backup. And I think that's what Kirk values as well as having someone who's seen the game and seen NFL defenses. Yeah, I mean, Jake Browning had an, a very nice showing early parts in the training camp and preseason when the quarterback room got decimated by COVID. But in general, he still hasn't played an NFL game his entire life. The preseason uh, games haven't been too kind to him as well. And, you know, look, Blake Bortles, I know he might be a laughing stock in the butt of a lot of jokes, but he's a veteran quarterback. He's made some starts. If it had to be an absolute pinch, I feel better with Blake Bortles as the backup over uh, Jake Browning as well. And I feel you on Kellen Mond. I mean, I think everyone after draft day thought, oh, perfect. Here it is. Ideal backup situation. Then scouting reports came out and then training camp and mini camp. It was very obvious that, oh, this is actually going to take some time. To your point, it's not going to be a Dak Prescott situation where he can just step in and be the guy right away. It's going to take some time there. Uh, Jason, what do you think um, in terms of the backup quarterback plan for the Vikings, whether it's this season or next year, what do you want to see the Vikings do and who should back up Kirk Cousins? Yeah, it's, it's, it's tough because um, the reports from Kellen Mond, he's just raw, you know, inexperienced. The same with Jake Browning. So I agree with Logan. I, I think they should bring in a veteran, you know, and I'm not a fan of Bortles by any means, but at the same time, he's got experience and probably would make Zimmer feel better if with someone with some, you know, three, four, five, six years of experience behind Kirk just to try to keep this season going in case there's any kind of issue. And then for Kellen Mond, you know, part part of me is hoping that he just gets lots of reps throughout the year for, um, you know, development because uh, he is raw and you know, that's that's the report, you know, from Phil when he's out there at training camp. He just needs lots and lots of reps. So my hope is at least during the season he, he can learn 
through the season being behind Kirk or being behind Jake. Yeah, I, I, I think with Kellen Mond, you, you, the best case scenario is he sits this year, he takes his time, he takes another step forward in the offseason and, and possibly could be the guy week one of 2022. How the Vikings can figure that out, we don't know yet. Um, and, you know, look, it, I don't think there was, it, it wasn't a bad idea to take a flyer on him in the third round, you know, you may as well try right. to you may as well try to take something there in the third round and and in any middle rounds you can to find a backup quarterback plan. Um, you know, I was counting for Drew Locke of the Denver Broncos. I don't think that's a bad backup option either. He lost to John no, to Teddy. Not at all. Um, and Denver, you know, they could possibly still use Drew Locke if Teddy either gets hurt or is ineffective. So I can see them also not even wanting to part with him, but. Finding someone that's that just has NFL experience. I mean, this uh, I, I brought this up on Friday's edition of Purple Daily. But when Sam Bradford goes down, Case Keenum has to step in. Now that was you know the hundredth percentile. It ended up being a, a Cinderella magic carpet ride. But y- you felt better that all right, yeah, this stinks. Sam Bradford's knees acting up again. But it's it's Case Keenum. He's been around the block. He has started 30, 40 games in his career. You feel fine about him having to start a few games. And obviously it worked out very, very well for the rest of the season. But finding someone like that, just finding a, a solid backup that is not a rookie and that is not inexperienced that could step in in a pinch and possibly win a game or two and steal one for the Vikings. I, I, I think that's not too much to ask for if uh, if you're a Vikings fan right now. Right. And, and I think Matt Moore, I think, is is he even in the NFL anymore? Matt Moore, he was pretty good for the Chiefs. He, right? was, yeah. I mean, he beat Minnesota last year, but if he was available or could come back, that would be a quality backup veteran. Absolutely. And one, one thing that I've seen on this backup quarterback situation, it does not matter how many college games you've played because Kellen Mond, and Jake Browning, both Four-year starters played a lot of college games, and they are both still very, very raw. So I agree. I agree. I think it's a scouting question: is what happened between the college game and the NFL? Right. Right. Yeah, it's going to be a um, it's it's going to it's going to be an interesting tale here as uh, the preseason wraps up in two weeks before the regular season. Who they want to uh, go with uh, as their backup quarterback? Uh, Transition to our next question. We brought this up in midweek as well, and I want some fan input on it. No, do, do you guys think the Vikings can honestly be a pass-heavy offense? I know they have Dalvin Cook. Zimmer has some old-school football ways. Uh, but in general, uh, they have Justin Jefferson. They have Adam Thielen. They have Kirk Cousins, who is a damn good deep-threat quarterback. Logan, I'll start with you. Do you think that they can start morphing in more aerial attacks and taking more shots down the field with their passing offense? I think absolutely. Uh, you look at some stats. I'm going to step into Phil's realm here and pull from uh, pro football. Uh, Kirk Cousins had a 13.8% bad throw percentage, which is the fourth lowest in the NFL. Uh, the only one better uh, that started a lot of games was your guy, Teddy Bridgewater, which isn't saying a lot uh, checked down, but there's another stat. He averages eight yards per attempt, air yards. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is only at 8.4. So this isn't a completely different quarterback than there's a lot of different intangibles, of course, that we're not getting to, but Kirk can make these throws. Um, the other question is, can we protect him? That 30% pressure rate from last year, second most among quarterbacks with 400-plus attempts, uh, has to go down if we want to be pass-heavy. Yeah, I, I agree. And I, I would like to see using, like, Madison and, and Cook on the field at the same time, mm-hmm. throwing to Cook, some quick throws to the wide receivers, get the pressure off Cousins, and then also go to Irv Smith with some quick throws and try to keep keep the defensive line off Kirk, you know, to keep him calm back there. So I think they could. 
Um, I think I think Zimmer would just pref- probably prefer being able to take advantage of whatever the other defense is giving him. If it's more passing, more passing. If it's more running, more running. Yeah, you you bring up a good point on on doing quick passes, just like easy, simple things that could maybe take some pressure off 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 yeah. of the offensive line. So then when you can set up a big play. You can do that. They had that in 2019, even the last year, Stefan Diggs. You saw Diggs had numerous opportunities where he was able uh, to, to take the ball off the deep top to top off the defense to a degree. And Kirk Cousins um, does throw a very good deep ball. It's just the problem is he doesn't have a lot of time to do it with the current state of the offensive line. But I, I can see this offense being a very balanced pass heavy and run heavy offense with Dalvin Cook uh, still getting a fair amount of touches. Uh, Jason, I like your point of having him and Alex Madison on the field. I think that'd be uh, also a, a big vet benefit. Kane Nwangu is a little banged up. He was drafted Def- on Iowa I State. Would, Another guy. Yep, I want to see him in there too. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. I, I I think it's a good idea to have as many playmakers as you possibly can. And like Logan said, looking at possibly a fancy football guy, um, you can see him in the red. Herb Smith is a red zone target too. When I sleeps on Herb Smith as well, so I think you can see. Plenty of options for this Vikings team to take a next step from a pass-heavy offense. I, I, I'm not saying they have to be number one or number two in pass attempts, but uh, you can definitely take more shots down the field, and I think that's what I really want to see Clint Kubiak do uh, this year. And no more second and ten runs. Yeah, no more, or even, yeah, no more second and ten runs. Or, or, sec, or second and one runs yes. so that the defense knows, you know. <laughs> Absolutely. I know if, if there's a shot to do it on second and one and everyone has that people jammed in the box, take a shot. It's OK. You can get it on third down. I'm with you guys. Be a little bit more aggressive. Uh, I'm curious in your guys thoughts on Everson Griffin making his return to the Vikings. So he comes back after a stint in Dallas and in Detroit last year. He's had a very nice, successful Vikings career, maybe borderline ring of honor type, type of guy. And with Daniil Hunter now back and healthy from his injury, you needed someone on the opposite side of Daniil to bring in some pressure. So, Logan, I'll start with you. Are, are you a fan of uh, Everson Griffin coming back to the Vikings? Yeah, and this is super simple for me. He uh, was great in his limited time with the Lions after Week 9, had an 80 pass rushing grade. Um, our best pass rusher last year outside of five games of Unique Ngakwe was Ifadi, uh, and he had a 68 grade. So he's a big upgrade on him. I think with DJ Wanham taking over that starter role, uh, great run stopper. Everson can kind of focus on getting after the passer, which, um, like you said, he's an all-time Viking when it comes to getting to the quarterback. Right, and I, I totally agree. I think it's a good move. I think Wanham can learn from Griffin as well, and then Griffin hopefully can stay fresh throughout the season for, for the specific pass rush situation. So I think that would be good later in the season as well. Yeah, and I don't think it's not like Everson Griffin doesn't have to be playing, you know, 80% of the snaps that he was in, in his early right. tenure. I think with him, with Sheldon Richardson, um, I know Michael Pierce, Dalvin Tomlinson are kind of your defensive tackle, nose tackle situation. DJ Wanham, I actually think, you know, if, if Daniel Hunter's going to be playing the majority, the 80 to 90% of snaps, you got a really good fun rotation that you can mix in with Wanham, with Everson Griffin. Logan brings up a good point of a, of a leadership position, possibly too, for Everson monitoring DJ Wanham, who I believe ended up leading the team in pressures last year, almost by default because Daniel Hunter was banged up. Uh, but at the same time, I'm, I'm a fan of Everson Griffin coming back. Uh, I, I think it, it says a lot about what he thinks about Mike Zimmer's defense, uh, what the Vikings still believe that he still has left in the tank. And even in limited snaps last year, he was still very, very effective for Detroit and Dallas. So 
He's not going to be someone that's playing the same amount of snaps he was, you know, four or five years ago. But I do think he's going to be an effective player on the Vikings uh, defensive line this season as well. What are your guys' thoughts just quickly overall um, on the Vikings defense? Do you think, Logan, that they've done enough to, to build it back up and be possibly a top 10 unit? Yeah, and when you look at that defensive line, just last week, Stephen Weatherly was your starter at right end, and now he might be third string at that position and can rotate in at either end spot and was a starter in the NFL last year for, uh, I believe, the Panthers. And um, I really love, if you've listened to Patrick Peterson's podcast, uh, him and Harrison had pretty effusive praise about Xavier Woods, who I feel like we haven't even thought about, really. He's kind of been in the background of this of this defense with all the position battles and injuries. And um, I think he's going to step in and, and be a star. Jason, what do you think? Yeah, def- definitely. I think the defense, without a doubt, is going to be the strength of the team, especially that defensive line, which I think will help the secondary with the immediate pressure and the run, run stop. So I'm, I'm excited about the defense, no question about it. I think it's going to be, you know, close to top 10, maybe top 10 after they get into it. Yeah, I'm excited for it too. I, I, I think it's still a little optimistic to assume it can be a top 10 unit, just snap of the fingers, plug and play, but it's obviously going to be improvement. It's going to be a big time improvement. You got to kneel back, which is huge. Um, and I do think these defensive backs are a, a much improvement from the rookies and inexperienced players. They also had to play last year. Uh, I'm curious your guys' record position. I ask every fan that comes on this show what they think the Vikings will finish with with your 2021 record. I was at 11 wins just shortly after the draft, sipping the purple Kool-Aid. I've kind of tempered things down. I'm more at like nine and a half, ten wins. I'm, I'm, I'm on the bubble over there. So, Logan, I'll start with you. What, uh, what record prediction do you have for the Vikings this year in 2021? Well, I am not drinking the Kool-Aid as much before. I was at 13 wins uh, oh, wow. right after the draft. So that was I was drinking a lot of it, a little sugar high. I'm down to 11 now. Um, I think we probably lose to some of the usual suspects. We'll probably drop game to the Packers, the Bears at Soldier. Um, I think we have a pretty difficult schedule as far as you see the Ravens, the Steelers, the Rams, the Seahawks, all teams that are going to be in playoff contention. Um, But I think this team is talented enough, as we talked about the defense, uh, the offense hopefully uh, finds a gear and uh, we can kind of – at least vie for maybe a buy in the playoffs. Yeah, I, I, I think it's going to be tough. I think nine and eight, ten and seven, and I think the defense, if that can solidify and be strong, then it's really, I think some of those primetime games where Kirk is questionable, you know, with his performance, I think we need to get a couple of those primetime games to, you know, get ourselves over the hump, hopefully to get to the playoffs. Yeah, I, I think it's going to look like the old black and blue NFC division, NFC North division from back, Central right. division back in the day. I, I don't see the Packers, I don't see the Vikings or the Bears, and I, I just think the Lions are going to be a, a disaster this season. Um, but I, I think most most likely the team that wins 10 wins wins this division, and that's it. I, I, don't, I don't see a team really going out and getting 11 or 12 wins right now. I think it's going to be teams beating up on each other to both your points. I, I see splits probably most likely on the road in the NFC North. Um, you need that. So I, I think in general, it's going to be a, a division that beats up on each other. I think the Vikings make the playoffs. I don't know if they can win the division. That's going to be up for grabs, but I, I'm curious on uh, where they end up finishing record wise, but I, I'm, I'm kind of at, I'm at nine wins right now. I'm at 10 and seven, maybe nine and eight. Maybe you can get a home playoff game. That'd be sweet. Uh, Logan, I love your optimism. I'm hoping to God that they can get a buy. That'd be awesome, man. I'm I'm all for that. If they get the buy, <laughs> then the uh, NFC runs through uh, US Bank oh, Stadium. Yeah, well, the Packers are going to win 13 games, so it, it's 
It's written in history. That's They'll right. win 13 games until Rodgers leaves. Well, awesome stuff, guys. I appreciate you guys coming on. Logan, um, you want to get a 60-second shout-out? Any last take you want to make here as we wrap up Vikings Ventline? Yeah, like I said at the beginning, big fantasy football guy. I want to shout out my league, TKD. We draft uh, next week. Our loser of the league runs the beer mile. Um, so <laughs> four laps around the track, four beers. Uh, <laughs> Two, two years ago, we actually had an injury, um, a puking injury, if you can believe it. Oh, my it. God. <laughs> had, to go, had to go to the doctor, get his back fixed. Um, but shout out to those guys. I'll draft soon and fight over some Vikings players. I love it. Jason, how about you? Anyone, anyone you want to shout out or any one last take yeah. you want to make here? Yeah, one shout out to uh, my, my girlfriend, Deb Grammatico. She's a huge football fan, uh, Lions and Wolverines fan. So she she thinks I catfished her by saying I was a football fan, not knowing I was a Vikings fan. And then also shout out to my mom. She's OG from Minnesota. That's how I became a Vikings fan. And I'm just hoping that this team can can win one, you know, before you know we're we're not around. Yep. So that's that's my big thing. Yeah, our one request: let's win a Super Bowl before we all die. And I know Logan and I are a little younger. At the yes. same time, Jason, you've seen some heartbreak as well. We just want one. Yeah. We just want one in our lifetime. I don't think that's just too much to ask. One. Just, just give, give me one. one. They could go 0-16 for like two years. I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> I'll take it. I'll absolutely take it. Uh, Logan, Jason, thank you so much for coming on Vikings Event Line. Uh, if anyone wants to get on a future episode or if you are, have not subscribed to us before, hit that subscribe button. We have daily conversations on the Minnesota Vikings every day right here on our YouTube page. We're also on Apple, Spotify, scorenorth.com. Uh, we also have some fun bonus episodes that we are going to be announcing here very, very shortly as well. So we'll have more content in your podcast and YouTube feed. Uh, for Logan, for Jason, I'm Declan Goff, and we'll be back on Monday.